detective. Thrill me. All right, we're into the back end of the Rocky franchise. Midway through the fight, Rocky's five and Rocky Balboa this time around. Coming into Creed to finish the whole thing off. Mm. We were ahead on points. No, 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 no. In rounds four and five, we took a f- massive dive. <laughs> <laughs> no, if, if we're looking at it, Rocky gave us a touch-up first three rounds. He came out of, his, he came out of the, the quarter and just gave us a bit of a flogging. But I think we've made ground with four. Mm. We cut him. Yeah, I think we might have cut him. And he bleeds pretty profusely, I think, in the next <laughs> round. <laughs> it's a chance to get on top, eh? <laughs> Gibbo, you're with us again. Correct. I'm only I can only assume and not to sort of jump ahead too much, but is everyone sort of still cringing a little bit about the fifth in the series? Yes, but also I have to say, in fairness, it's not as absolute Stink bombers, I remember, and uh, this goes back to again what I've said to pretty much all these other ones. The memories you have, you know, as a child of what these movies are and which ones you think are better and which ones aren't. Like I thought, number four when I was a kid was the, one of the greatest movies of all time, uh, and obviously that's taken a slight. Reason, <laughs> but, um, you were wrong. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and in 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 this one, like I thought, this this one was just a sin against the gods. Uh, you know, Rocky's not even in a boxing ring; it's just a disgrace. Um, I would still say it's a terrible, terrible movie, but it's not as bad as I remembered. There's a lot of issues with some of the plot devices and stuff that they use in this one. Some of the characterizations are just atrocious. Um, and I won't go I mean, into too much because obviously we'll talk nah, about it. But we'll I'll go into it after the break. But for me, I hadn't seen Rocky Five since the early 90s. Like it had been that long. So yeah. it was kind of really weird for me because it was a, it was basically coming out with fresh eyes again. Because I hadn't yeah. seen it for so long, all I could remember was just people sort of telling me, "It's just terrible. It's just terrible. It's just terrible." I'm a bit yeah. like you. It's not the worst thing in the world, but I guess in the scheme of this series, it's certainly not one that I, I gravitate towards. No, no, definitely not. All right, well, let's let's take our break and then get straight into it. Rocky Five. From a million to one shot, he became a true champion of the world. Now, the glory. Because of the continuous violent blows to the head, the effects are irreversible. The crowds. My husband is retired. He has nothing more to prove. And the money are gone. You lost millions. Look, I still got my place in the old neighborhood. His title is in the hands of a new champion. He might win a few fights, but he's no Rocky Balboa. Controlled by an unscrupulous promoter. This is your medical report. It's not so good, but we can work around it. All that's left is his family. We've been down before. I'll get it all back. His heart. I gotta fight, okay? I got problems, I gotta fight. And a dream. A dream to get it all back. This is a tremendous opportunity. Opportunity for who? For you to make money, for him to be disabled? You know he can't carry Balboa stuff. As long as they got Balboa in the brain, he'll always be champ. Got to 
gentle man to fight. And if he refuses, then you gotta insult him. You gotta dog him. You gotta humiliate him. You gotta do whatever you got to do to get him into that ring. Tell me you're a piece of garbage, you know that? No! That's it! You told him I'd fight anywhere, anytime. In the ring, in the ring. Tommy Gunn only fights in the ring. My ring's outside. Yeah? Let's do it. Come on, Tommy, knock me out. Rocky Five from 1990, directed by John G. Avelson again, came back from the original film, produced by the same guys, Erwin Winkler and Robert Chartoff, and written by Sylvester Stallone. It has all the same cast, Sylvester Stallone as Rocky, Talia Shire as Adrian, Burt Young as Paulie. It also introduces Tommy Morrison as Tommy Machine Gun. Good. And Richard, <laughs> <laughs> Richard Gant as George Washington Duke. Duke. The budget for this was a astonishing forty-two million. You can't see it. <laughs> box office worldwide of one hundred and nineteen million. This one has a slightly different synopsis, I guess. Rocky has, um, after the uh, Drago fight, has some um, problems with brain damage, and he also loses all his money, so he's forced back onto the Philly streets, and he begins training a young fighter by the name of Tommy Gunn. Gibbo, give it to me straight, mate. Dive into it. Thoughts on this movie? Yeah, okay. So, yeah, as, as we sort of touched on in the intro, it's it's obviously not as bad as I remember, but it's a it's a terrible movie. There's so many contrivances to set up the story and to try and get you back on Rocky's side, you know, get him to be the underdog, and there's a lot of holes at the start, and there's a lot of holes in the middle and a lot of holes at the end. <laughs> So, it's just a big hole. <laughs> it's a black hole. It's a giant. It's a giant piece of Swiss cheese in the movie. Really, um, no, nothing really. Nothing makes sense in the movie. It's it's terribly done. Sylvester Stallone thinks it's a pile of shit, and I who am I to disagree with the great man? So yeah. I'm going to give it a two out of five. Great call. Two out of five. <laughs> great call. Jared. Yeah, I'm on the same. On I'm on the same track. Two out of five. I don't actually think. Uh, like, as you mentioned, people think there's this massive gulf between part five and the rest of them, but part four isn't that much better than this one, to be <laughs> honest. So this one lands at a two for me. Um, but Gibbo's spot on. I actually give it a lot of credit for some of the ideas. Yeah, uh, not execution. But, yeah, the execution is really bad. The characterizations are paper thin. Pa- talk about paper champions. Everyone in this movie is a paper champion. <laughs> um, and, yeah, it just sort of... Uh, it misses some of those beats that we got in the in the old films that might have sort of pushed it up a little bit. It, it, it changes things a bit too much. So, yeah, two out of five. Yeah, look, I'm, I'm probably going to go slightly lower. I'm on par with four. I think four and five both have so many problems. They're different problems, but they're problems. And I think it's really a one and a halfer. I think they're both basically on the same page, four and five. Five cops a lot more of the flack. Because I think it's because Rocky's not in the ring. Yeah. But the simple fact of the matter is this is four's no better as far as its characterizations and all that type of stuff. Five has, as you pointed out, interesting ideas that may given a bit of meat might have been alright. But jeez, they just fuck things up royally yeah. later on in the film. And it just undercuts the whole thing. Look, Gibbo, have you got any likes on this one? Oh, of course. Like, no, what kind of likes are we talking good. here? 
Oh, the, the mullet. <laughs> First off, that is a quality deep sea racing mullet. <laughs> <laughs> Outstanding stuff. Really. That's Morrison, top shelf. the moment he walks out, I'm just like, whoa, check him out. It's a glorious thing. Oh. Uh, I, I'm guessing that's where most of their budget went, the upkeep of that mullet. Mm. Um, there's no other, I can't actually point to anywhere else in the movie where there <laughs> might have been some money spent. So it's probably the first jump off point I'd go with. Mm. Um, but on a serious note, I actually think Sage Stallone's pretty handy. Um, he's definitely a better actor than his dad. Uh, yeah, I thought, he was. Well, I thought, yeah, I thought he was all right. He, yeah, he was I mean, he good. wasn't given much to work with, but I thought he's, he, he sort of hit most of the beats pretty well. Yeah, um, I thought he was given too much to work with. <laughs> <laughs> but he was. The, ca- the characterisation, obviously, as you said, is paper thin, but I think he does the best that he can with what he's got, considering it's, it's clearly, you know, I got this job because my dad's in the movie. So yeah, he, child actors. Uh, he, he, doesn't, of... he doesn't do as badly as you'd think. Yeah. He's no Sofia Coppola or something like that. No, no, no that's There right. would have been a lot of pressure on him for that exact, exact reason. Yeah. And I think he did all right. Yeah. I certainly had, I couldn't fault him at all. I didn't think that there was anything wrong with that his performance. Mm. Yep. Uh, I think some of the acting's still okay. Yeah, like, some of like, these good. guys are professionals. You okay? get a guy like you get a guy like Richard Gant. Yeah, he's you know he's you're going to get him on the cheap, but he's going to do a job. Mm. And that you know the Don King sort of thing was over the top, but I thought it was a good idea. Again, they probably gave him too much. I didn't like the screen time, you know, the screen time of him sort of sitting there by himself, you know, yeah, we're going to get rough here and all this sort of stuff. But, yeah, he goes too far cartoon. But, yeah, yeah, in terms of the performance, I thought he would have been good if it was toned down a little bit, like if, if there was less scenes with him. When he turns up in the press conferences and stuff, that's spot on. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah that's when he needs to have his public persona, but he just seems to be that over-the-top caricature all the time. Like it's... Like he goes home and he's talking to his wife. Hey, baby, how are you? <laughs> it's just, it doesn't ring true. Those people, I'm pretty sure, aren't actually like that. Yeah. And he does the kind of, you know, the the um, the furrowed brow and the kind of hmm, does no, all that sort of yeah. business. And it's almost Mr. Burns where he's, you know, tapping yeah, the fingers excellent. together. <laughs> yeah, he goes home excellent. after yeah. a hard day, a hard day, spruiky boxing match, and starts spruiky. What's for dinner? <laughs> 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 yeah, look, I I thought he was a good idea, and that in 1990 that would have been very relevant. I yeah, yeah. Don King was big. Then. I actually that, think he was that, promoting everything. I actually think that idea was one of the better ideas of the whole thing. That that Don King was the you know um, the the promoter with no morals. It was all just about the dollar, and he was taking advantage of the the union canes, aka Tyson, and you know that sort of thing. Seriously, was that guy DMX? <laughs> Uh, the rapper? He looked exactly like him. I don't know. I thought he was DOA, given his acting performance. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't give you much. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I really I really liked that idea. But, again, it was just another thing where it started off probably as a good idea and turned into a, a mess. Yeah, it was terribly done. Yeah. What and, we... uh, I mean, the, the paper champion idea, that sort of thing, sort of comes back around, and this is more about the business side of it where he's just – you know, he's actually setting up and basically rigging fights, not even just, you know, spoon-feeding non-contenders. He's just flat out, you know, these guys shouldn't be there. Yeah, uh, just, just a dollar. Just go on the top and make the most money and just make the, yeah. not so not so much pay-per-view money, but same sort of thing back in those days. Was uh, gate-taking, you want to get as many just, people it, through it's the just gate. Never, it's never fleshed out properly and it's never really explored in any way other than just to make him the bad guy. So. No, exactly. And that's, yeah, that's the big problem with it. What did we think of the, the brain injury stuff? I, I actually found that 
it made sense and, and it was kind of poignant that, you know, this guy's career was going to end this way because, you know, he yeah, had taken look, a lot of punches I in think, the head over four movies. Look, I think in, in classic style of the movie, it was a really legitimate and sensible way to get Rocky out of the ring, but it was o- over the top. Like, you know, talking about the extent of his brain damage and things like that. I thought it was it was spot on, but again, should have just been toned down a touch. Mm. Yeah, well, that, the, the intro to the movie is sort of... They put so many feet wrong. It's, they're sort of trying to recover the rest of the movie. I, I feel like, as I said at the start, their contrivances to get him to be the underdog again with, you know, he gets the brain damage, then, you know, oh, okay, so I can't fight anymore. Then he's lost all his money. And, okay, so that now he's now he's broke. And then, oh, yeah, you can't do endorsements anymore because uh, they found out that you used to be, you know, an enforcer for a loan shark. So no one's going to touch you with that. Yeah, like, yeah. He goes yeah. from being the most untouchable human on earth to being a pariah in the space of about 30 seconds and you're supposed to just go along with that, and it's just they don't do enough to make it believable. Yeah, exactly. When it would have been totally believable had they handled things just slightly better, I think the losing of the fortune was probably too much. But, I mean, the ways they found to do this sort of stuff were legit. I mean, you look at something like Paulie signing away the the money, that's stuff that's actually happened in sport. You know, that's why Kareem Abdul-Jabbar played till he was 42, because he's... he's, uh, he's, Financial advisor pinched his cash. You know, this stuff's legit. Well, Tim, Tim Duncan's going through that stuff. Yeah, he's going through it right Yeah, now. exactly. Um, and, and it's kind of – so the, the legitimate stuff was there, but again, everything was paper thin and just, as Gibbo said, yeah, it just, too it contrived. Just thrown at you. Yeah. 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 There was no lead up to it. It's just like, oh, guess what? All this bad stuff's happened to Rocky. Now you've got to cheer for him again and it yeah. just didn't work. In another universe, this, the setup for this movie could have had you by the balls from, from the get-go. Yeah. That's my, yeah. my the brain injury really. stuff in a way, and you know, maybe giving this film a little bit too much credit in this particular life, but that's yeah, kind are, of. A, I don't even know what you're going to say. I think that, that <laughs> it's a little bit ahead of its time. It is though because it, we, that's, weren't, that's we, we weren't talking well. about that at, in, in 1990. That, we weren't that, talking about brain injuries to boxers. Now we're talking about it across sport. Now we're talking about NFL players yeah. and things like that. So that, again, that's legit, but they probably pushed it too far. Well, they had to get back to it eventually too, because you got to remember in in one and two they were talking about how he was going blind, and that just gets left by the way. Yeah, yeah. He lets two of the most powerful humans on earth punch him in the head. I think he grew with an extra eye. (laughs) Oh yeah. Of course, of course. He busted. Now there's a brief cameo from Mickey. You know when he's in Mickey's gym. Yeah. When he's looking over yeah. at the ring. Yeah. I actually thought yeah. that was kind of stirred up a little bit of nostalgia for you. Well, everyone, if you've listened, well, not everyone, the three people that listen to our podcast <laughs> would know from the previous episodes that Burgess Meredith just has me in yeah, the series. He's the, the greatest there. thing in it. So that two minutes, just good stuff. Yeah. Some of it was, some of it was, you know, a bit of classic sort of Rocky dribble. Oh, you got an angel, blah blah blah. Yeah. But I was, I was in because the guy was such a good actor that he, and, and it was also. Kind of sad because when you saw him, the guy, the actual Burgess Meredith looked like he was on fucking knocking on heaven's door anyway, you know. he was. Well, he was by that point too. <laughs> yeah. He was, he was well and truly on Struggle Street by that point. Yeah, so uh, I, um, I was on. I I was on board uh, for most of that until the Mickey loves you line. Him talking about himself in third person. <laughs> and even the, the Mickey loves you thing, I don't think, it doesn't feel like something the character would ever actually get to. Mm. Like he'd show you that by his actions, he wouldn't actually come out and say Mickey. No, exactly. Like, Mickey's telling you you're a useless cunt for four movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah so that bit just didn't ring true. And also, that, world that, champion, but Mickey still thinks you're a pub. 
Well, that situation was, from what I could gather from what they were describing, was before his second fight with Apollo. Yeah, 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 I think it was. So that's kind of a tough sell when they basically like, they they, didn't really even develop that relationship by then, you know? That's Initially, I wasn't sure why they kept hiding Stallone's face yeah. in the scene. Because he, he's had all his work done and he was fixed because, up. <laughs> because initially, they're, they're, they're hiding his face behind Mickey's head. And I kept thinking, why, why are they doing that? It's because they're trying to point at a period in the Rocky franchise from years before. When, when, his, face, place, yeah. when his face was natural. And they, 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 they actually yep. do show his face, and I'm thinking, <laughs> it looks like last week. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got, you got to give, give him some of that stuff. But I just, I just yeah. thought the, the Mickey stuff, they were, on, they were on the right track and then they just went a little bit too far with the Mickey loves you thing and it just felt a little bit hollow. Yeah, true. I, I think you – look – I, I, from, this, from a nostalgia point of view, I put it in the likes because I was it was nostalgic to see him again. Yeah, just the, um, just the majority. That probably of the went scenes. slightly over the top at the end, but this movie seems to have gone over the top across most things. It did. Yeah. Well, Sly does know about over the top, mate. He does. <laughs> well, just wait till he turns his hat backwards. We are definitely covering that. <laughs> I it. Um, we'll have to drink some engine oil before we get oh, to that one. No doubt about it. Now, there's a conversation between Rocky and Adrian that, that ha- takes place in the street after Tommy signs with Duke and drives off on him. Yeah, and, and, and um, uh, Rocky's following the car going, he's, he's just using you and all that type of stuff. Geez, you jumped ahead now, mate. No, no, but I'm just saying that was one of my favourite bits. I oh, felt okay, that okay, was okay, like sorry. a conversation yep. that belonged in Rocky 1 or 2. Yeah. And yep. it no, was a reminder of how good the relationship has been previously. And what I think a missed opportunity, the movie, the missed opportunities this movie made. But it is a good sequence. And it's Stallone's best bit of writing in this whole movie, I think. Yes. Yep. And, but, um, and it, is, it comes back to the, the Talia Shire thing too. Those two sort of bring out the best in each other. Yeah. She, she can be a bit of an annoying twit sometimes, but their, their scenes together seem to... They sort of have a good chemistry somehow. So, yeah, other so, than the rape scene in number one, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But to me, that's that's the only time the script comes alive and and reminds me of the first couple. I think that was the only page they'd written. Yeah, seemingly. Stallone had a treatment. <laughs> he was handy ground. <laughs> I've got a treatment. There's one scene fully fleshed. Yeah. What out, are we man. doing here? Just improvise, mate. Don't worry about it. I've got to throw a like in to. Um, it's Tommy Morrison. Just now, before you now before you laugh, it's not his acting. Yeah, no, I'm on board. It's not his acting. <laughs> of you're on board. But you can tell um, in the in the fight scenes. Although I don't think they're they're shot the best for the entire mo- uh, for the entire series. But you can tell that he was a legitimate boxer and he was yeah, a legitimate. Yeah, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. Yep. And it, you'll see the same thing in six two with Antonio Tarver. Mm. It's made, yeah, it's a lot easier. And I, I've heard Rocky say this, uh, not Rocky Sylvester Stallone say the same thing. He he thought by this stage it was a lot easier to teach a boxer how to act a little bit than it was how to teach yeah. an actor how to box properly and make it believable. So yeah, exactly. Um, and I think um, uh, I think I mean Morrison had a had a very very good heavyweight career. I mean the bloke. I watched some of his YouTube form and some of the knockouts that he had in his career. Would have wouldn't have been out of place in the montage stuff. He was yeah, lifting yeah. blokes off the canvas and just about. Well, he's a huge unit. Yeah, he's got massive shoulders on him. He's really well built. Yeah, so. and I mean Lennox Lewis said he was one of the hardest punches he's he ever fought. Yeah, and I think you can see in most of those scenes that he was a legitimate boxer. Yeah, I would totally agree with that. Gibbo. is the boxing stuff from him is is seamless. You know, it's fine. It's no issues at all watching him and going, yes, he's definitely a good fighter. Mm. 
I thought one of his better scenes, even though, again, the acting wasn't great, was when he sat down and had dinner with him. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't until after the movie that I, I realised a lot of that shit that he was talking about was, was paralleling his real life, you know, that he had a, an abusive father yeah. and things like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that so might have... helps yeah, back into that stuff. Yeah, so I thought maybe that's why maybe Stallone sort of worked that into the script because of that and that he was from Oklahoma and all this sort of stuff. So Yeah. But yeah, I thought there was a couple of moments in there where where it was kind of yeah, it was it was good work to cast him. Early on, he actually doesn't do a bad job acting. No, his no. first the scenes in the gym when yeah. he gets you know he he spars that guy and then gets frustrated. Things get out of hand when Duke Duke comes into play. Yeah, yeah. Yep. He starts turning into an absolute lunatic. Well, that's that's what requires. Well, mate, that that redhead. If that redhead doesn't drive you crazy, I don't know what's oh. <laughs> what a start. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, They've got like, someone a little bit more believable as the the honey pot. Like, I was going to say she looked a bit like um, what was the uh, um, Ashley Judd's um, sister and mother or whatever that had the country oh, the, yeah, Judds. Yeah, the Judds. She looked like the, <laughs> she looked like the sister in the Judds. She, she looked like his mum though. She could have been his mum. Like, <laughs> I just didn't see it. <laughs> no, I didn't yeah. see it either. You know, I didn't. He might have a Ronald McDonald complex or something. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So, do we have any more likes? Yeah. Look, there's one more for me. I actually kind of got on board the the him dumping Rocky as his manager, building up the frust, you know, the sense of a legitimate reason for that final blue, yeah, outside, because, and it, it's it's look, it's ham fisted the way it's written, but the fact that Rocky keeps sort of holding back from a title fight, and we know that Duke's got the connections to get that fight, so we know that's yeah. going to happen, but. I think they did it reasonably well enough. You're about halfway through the movie or just over halfway and he suddenly cuts ties with Rocky. Yeah. So it builds up enough legitimate sort of animosity to have that fight at the end. Yeah, again, I think the idea is fine. There that that's just another one of the in the movie where I think the the platform was there, but again, the execution probably lets it down in the end. He kind of yeah, he just Anyone anyone else got any other likes because we can probably just segue into the dislikes. Yeah. I've got I've got one little one, yeah. uh, and it's a little pat on the back for for a sly scene where he actually does some acting in this one. The scene where uh, after uh, Tommy wins his heavyweight championship fight and Rocky's down in the basement watching it and he's doing his weird shadow boxing thing. But at the end, when uh, Tommy says, oh, "I just want to thank the you know the guy that got me here," or whatever, and Ro- you can see Rocky sort of swell up. Yeah, yeah. And he's all he's all super proud, and then Tommy says, "You know." George Washington Duke and, and Rocky seriously just crumples into like a little shell of himself on, and you'd see he's it's actually like that sp- uh, bit when Ralph Wiggum has that oh, bit yeah. of soul break <laughs> yeah. with the, the I chew chew choose you part. Yeah, it's very similar. If you slow it down to frame by frame, you can see the minute his heart breaks. <laughs> I, I thought that was actually a pretty good scene, but yes. other than that, slides oh, pretty pretty fucking sketchy in this one. I, I would agree. I think that scene actually does work, but segueing into dislikes immediately. Yeah, Stallone Go. has not been this bad. <laughs> In a long no. time, like it's, in a lot of movies, no. he's really, really bad. He's overdoing it, like it's going out of fashion. It continues, it continues the trend through through the movies too, where the the sort of lovable bozo elements of the character they're just up and down throughout the series. Mm. And I think he, I don't know, it's so uneven. And in this one, if I, if I recall, he overdoes it again with the brain injury stuff. Mm. He starts to ramp it up again. Oh and, man. Yeah, he's not he's not great in this one. Well, he went from being sort of eloquent in number three and number four, and now all of a sudden he's back to being a complete like sounds like he's talking with a mouthful of marks. Yeah, yeah. Put a sentence together and yeah, 
the brain injury, I don't think, is actually progressed to a point where that would actually take effect. It, it, it's not really explained. It's just like, oh, I'm back to being on the street, so I've got to talk like a. Yeah, yeah, and if yeah, we're yeah. going with the if we're going with the rest of the series, like Give he starts off he starts off a bit like that. Then he has uh, fights against the best boxers he's ever fought, but he steadies out and gets smarter and more. <laughs> Smarter yeah, and straight. Yeah, <laughs> and, then, and then as soon as he's back on the streets of Philly, ramp it up again. Yeah, I'm that, that's again. the yeah. thing that I I'm don't not like getting punched in the head. Nothing's improved. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what the part that I don't like about kind of the series at this point is um, more money, um, more money, in bigger houses. The smarter he is. Yeah, and as soon as he loses his money, bam. Yeah, I'm like it's, yeah. it's it's kind of it's really I, I, I never liked that. It would have been. I mean, they try to sort of make out that he's still the guy that he was, but in three and four, it is obvious he is not the same yeah, person he actually, that he was. He acts different. Yeah, and I don't like that. I, I like the fact that he should have just been the same guy who had the trappings of money laid on him because he was the heavyweight champ. Yeah, you can understand like the the aspects of um you know part three and uh, where the money changes his demeanor somewhat. But not his, like the actual delivery Speech of lines and stuff. And, yeah, yeah, the way he... not his IQ. It yeah, exactly. IQ. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't make you any smarter. Okay, look, this uh, movie, this movie kicks on with uh, kicks off with bear ass Stallone. Yeah, unnecessary. I don't I'm think not... we ever. Need, I don't think we ever need to see a bear ass on the screen like that. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, when he when he sort of gets in the shower. I don't I don't actually mind that scene as a whole where he sort of. He's starting to break down and thinking mm. he can't do this anymore. Again, overdone. But um, yeah, just just a pair of speedos or something slow, <laughs> or just, some, just, just shoot some, it from the waist up. Mate. Yeah, waist up, mate. Waist up. That's that's it. He does get his ass out in the specialist a lot of years later. So, True. Uh, I was going to say we know, might just, we know he you, might think he's got some good glutes. Yeah, we know you. We know you're chiselled, but we don't need to see that. You know the the flesh coloured cinder box um, <laughs> <laughs> out, the, out the back there. He he didn't skip ass day. That's for sure. <laughs> right, he he, he does before a, that scene. He's got he a convincing arm shake. Two that's hours. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee it. Yeah. Now this is my, one of my biggest problems. His son, ages five years and three months. Yeah, yeah. It was a fair old oh, trip yeah. to Russia, wasn't yeah. it? <laughs> how, how long did that training training montage cover? <laughs> and he seems to not know the kid. It's like he did grow a beard. <laughs> he says, "Hey, kid, how's school?" Fuck, <laughs> oh, mate. Come on, Dad. There is the telephone between Russia and America. Yeah, I haven't seen you in five years, Dad. You, all you got is you know, how's school. Yeah, that's one of the big things that always comes up about that. You know, the, the continuity errors is that. Yeah, his son just ages abnormally. I don't know. Maybe he was on the roids too. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he got into Drago's gym. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he's also not exactly number one dad, is he? Considering he's always going, where's the kid? And looking around for him. Yeah. Like, he calls him the kid all the time. And it's, uh, honestly, I think if you bailed him up and said, what's his name? Stein would probably go, I don't know. I actually, to be honest, when they, when they dusted off Robert, yeah. I think it was about the three-quarter of the mark of the movie, they called him Robert. I had a moment where I thought, who's Robert? Like, oh, shit. Yeah, that's right. His name's Robert. <laughs> because exactly what you said, he's calling the kid. Not this 
What's a Robert? Oh, man, yeah. It just sort of comes out of nowhere when they say Robert. The only reason I knew of Robert is because I'd read a bit of the trivia and it mentioned that Rocky, Rocky's real name was Robert, I think. Yeah. And I'm just thinking, Jesus, father of the year, you are not. <laughs> no. Well, he proves he proves that over and again all the, all the way through this movie. Oh, yeah. Really. That's some of the big issues i got with it, but... He he's the stuff with the sun. It could have just been cut. It, yeah, it could have really been cut. I know that. Yeah, um, from some of the other reviews I read, the subplot stuff is what bothered a lot of people. That there was too much of it. I actually think the sun was the one that sort of was too much for me. As Gibbo said, the, the, his acting was fine. Hmm. Um, I think Sage Stallone was quite good. But a lot of that stuff just didn't need to be there, and it was, it was so ham-fisted. That that was the paper characterization stuff. It was just like, oh, here's a boxer, um, and now you're spending too much time with him, and your son's upset. Like it, yeah. it was just so, it was so blatant and so forced. They didn't need that for the betrayal. Like Rocky could have just been doing the, you know, I'm putting myself into this guy, trying to live vicariously through him to yeah. get to the top. It didn't need the son figure being screwed over at the same time because it's just so poorly developed the whole way. Yeah, through. exactly. That's spot on. Exactly what you just said there with Tommy Gunn Jeez, thanks, mate. was exactly the way it should have been done. You're just yeah. you've landed more punches than uh, he than... has because <laughs> to me that's that's it living vicariously because he can no longer get in the ring. Yeah, and he's was... not possible. He's not capable of doing it. It's exactly what Gibbo said. You could have. I mean, the son could have been in the movie, but you didn't. You almost didn't need any of it. Like you, I, I don't know that the the character was already there. So he had to be in the movie for some way or another, but forcing him into that storyline didn't work. Yeah. Yeah, they ram it down your throat. And <clears> the other <throat> thing is, I think it would have been better if maybe if the, the son wasn't interested in, you know, in learning self-defense or if he wasn't interested in learning how to fight. Like he was just, oh, I just want to read books or any of that sort of stuff. And, and Sly had at least an issue relating to him. But the kid wants him to teach him to fight. He wants to do be in that world. And he just shunts him for no reason other than the fact that this bloke walks in with a nice mullet. So. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I can't. He says, grow your hair like that bloke and I'll, come yeah. talk to me. I, I can't remember your name. Fuck, what am I going to teach you to box? Like, that's too much yeah, time. It, just, it makes it even harder to swallow. That Like, why would you just, especially after all the home team, you know, we're on the same team, we're a family, all that sort of bullshit. Yeah. And then he just punts him for no reason. Yeah, yeah. and, and it's sort just of. It's a tough pill to swallow. I mean, jumping ahead, they kind of rectify it in part six. They, they do, yeah. That's what they fix in part six is the relationship, I think. So. Yeah, but it's kind of that's a different issue as well. Yeah. That's the son's issue with the dad. And yeah. it's about a different thing. So, but it does they, it they does make mention. It was yeah, it sure. was handled far better. You know, they rectify yeah. an issue that it's like they they realised they messed it up in this one and, yeah. and ended up. Well, they basically kind of retconned some of it. In yeah, six. exactly. They decided that, that that was necessary, and you know, let's get to that later. But Gibbo, surely you would have picked up on this bit here. Um, Not probably. We get back into sexual harassment territory. Early in five? Oh, yeah. Where he yeah. rolls up on Adrian and says, I'm going to take you upstairs and violate you like a parking oh. meter. <laughs> yeah. That line. That was very like, seedy. And she's like, oh, you're so mischievous. <laughs> yeah. Hang on a second. Yeah. She says something about, I'll get a quarter. I'm like, holy yeah. shit, are you serious? Yeah. No, she says, you'll, you'll need more than a quarter. And he goes, oh, yo, Adrian. It's like, <laughs> That guys, that's not okay. Yeah, um, talking. You I mean, if, violate you, if you're talking about a parking meter and then bringing the term "violate" up, I'm, boy, I'm imagining crowbars and things like that. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah I was thinking baseball be in the bat. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
Come on. Come on, Rocky. And he, not only that, but he says it while the kid is just sort of standing yeah, in right public. next to him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I think Paulie's there too, isn't he? So yeah, the, yeah, oh, Paul brother is, and the kid. Paulie's so. there. Yeah, but Paulie's probably too drunk to remember. Nah, nah, Paulie has got his own dislike for me. Honestly, he has become oh. 100% asshole in this movie. Yeah, yeah. In the Although other movies, he, he was 75 days. in the whole movie. Yeah, <laughs> true. He does a bit of that. <laughs> he takes Robert under his wing. Under his wing? <laughs> <laughs> Where? Down to the pub? Under his, you know, beer-soaked, um, <laughs> under his beer-soaked wig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He well, shows to be honest, though, it, it, it is Paulie. Even Paulie knows that Rocky's been a dickhead, and that's that sort of tells you how much of a cock Rocky is in this movie. Yeah, because yeah. Paulie's just become, Paulie's just just become window dressing. Like, he's just an idiot. He's just become window dressing for a couple of lines, and, and not that, it, you know, I, I think that it was heading that way for a few movies, but they did nothing to change it in this one. Well, he has nothing to do with this. He doesn't this even the, have the obligatory... No. A sequence where he, he sort of gives him that pep talk or, or says something to him that's kind of, um, you know, affecting. Yeah, like he this is one of the. All, this all is he has one to of the say easiest. is, I don't sweat you to someone, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like his catchphrase. This is one of the easiest paychecks of Bert Young's career. Yeah. I reckon they actually gave yeah. him real piss to drink and just said, just sit there on the couch and blurt a couple of lines every now and then when you feel like it. Yeah, because Morrison punches him out in the pub at the end before the uh, before the bar bar fight, and, and yeah, he says, oh, "I don't." Swear I think he says that. Yeah, he calls him a bum. Out. Yeah, but he's but just become sort of an asshole because point. you know the worst thing about it. It, it seems that Paulie always seems to be kind of like the guy that you fall to to do something stupid. Like whenever that we need a character to make a mistake in these movies, it's always Paulie. You know, his money. It's he's the one who signed the money away. What well, are you he, doing with that, mother, having anything to do with this guy's money? No, yeah. no, hang on. He he takes the forms to Rocky and says these are oh, tax right. extension forms, and, and Rocky, Rocky signs, signs it. So, so she Rocky should be aiming at shit in his direction. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, that, that, they using him as a fall guy, but they gloss over it a bit. But it's actually Rocky that signs him. But he's that's a me so. says that's a me says the accountant was very smart. He's picked this relationship. He's like, ah, oh, Paulie, he's the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, yeah. but this is the man uh, I'm going to get to. But Adrian, if she's yeah, going to sure. ram it up, Paulie, there should have been a throwaway line. If she said, she should have said, he should have said, um, oh, um, no, no, Paulie didn't do that. He took the forms to Rocky, and she's like, "But he's got brain damage." <laughs> yeah, and then just lit into him again, you know? Yeah, because yeah, like Rocky's got to take some responsibility. Yeah, for yeah, that, surely, because part of it's his fault. And wouldn't you think Adrian would be involved in the financial? Well, from what I understand, she handles all of their money stuff. So yeah, she didn't have to get that across her desk. I've got no idea. Fuck, who said this was contrived? Shit. Honestly, okay, let's stop talking about this. We're too far into their finances. <laughs> I thought the sale of the house would have uh, recouped enough money to get out of that Philly house. But anyway, we'll move on. <laughs> well, they did talk about the fact that they thought that the house was paid off, remember, and then they said, no, no, oh, you still yeah. have $400,000 worth of mortgages on it. And yeah, that's right. That, some, someone, someone was fucking them over well before. That was a multi-million look, look at that house, 400000 That thing would have fetched millions. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, I don't know. It's all contrived, mate. They, it they is didn't totally do the work. contrived. No. They didn't do the work. Okay. Rocky is a rubbish trainer. He's rubbish. Yes. Well, fuck, mate. 100%. I thought if you tied a rope across the ring and uh, you sort of it. Yeah, just get him to duck a bit lower and throw throw an uppercut and you're right. Honestly, there's a scene That's... in the basement with Tommy where he starts telling him his philosophy. His philosophy. It all it is oh, is he goes, yo, <laughs> yo, and that's about it. I was like, what fucking hell, what was that? What am I losing? You got you, you to turn, you got to use fear to fuel your fire. Uh, you can't let it burn you up. Bullshit. Yeah, it's terrible. 
just rubbish. It's terrible. Yeah, it's rubbish. an attempt to it's a, it's an attempt to recapture some of that sort of Mickey. Yeah, magic. yeah, yeah. And it just it's not. And, and again, it he keeps, just doesn't have the delivery. No. They keep going back to Mickey. Like you are you are one hundred percent right, Sly. You are not the trainer that Mickey was. <laughs> and they keep talking about Mickey, and it just makes you long to see Mickey again. Yeah, yeah. You're not interested in the shit that's getting blurted out on screen. But I mean, his his coaching techniques. That's the equivalent of me saying, "Geez, I'm a really good basketball coach." And you rock up your um, shoes and threes. Do some lines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys are going to beat everybody because you can do layup lines. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's not that simple. Yeah, yeah, feel the fire. You know, you don't don't let it burn you. Yeah, get a couple of layups in, you'll be right. <laughs> what do you reckon? Should we go and play the Warriors now or what? <laughs> take, take good shots, guys. Take good shots. Yeah, no, nah, it's uh, yeah, yeah, true. It's nothing, nothing's developed to the point where anything's believable here. Mm. Now look, I've got a subsection for my Ooh, dislikes. Jesus, I've 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 called it "fuck the late eighties slash early 90s. <laughs> okay, okay, that's fair. Right? There's a so the ra- mullet goes in this bin. Mullet goes in that bin. There's a version of that song that those guys, you know, steady read the flaming bin. Take it back. Take it back. Take it back. Yeah, it's a rap version. Yeah, that's right. Well, I was going to get to this. The, 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 whole, the whole score slash soundtrack for this movie is a dislike for me. Oh. It's a pile of stinky shit. Yeah. There's it's a montage terrible. to some R&B, I think. Oh. Well, this but is one I of the snap. biggest problems. This is where I was like, I think the soundtrack was sort of like number one where you could have tweaked it with some of the older stuff and it would have actually worked in a, in a couple of scenes. But then you get that take it back, do 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 do, and then next thing you know, fucking MC Hammer or somebody wrapping <laughs> over the top of you like, oh fuck! Isn't it the guy that Step did all one. of the soundtrack for the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie? Yeah. That's what it sounded like. To me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. one of the songs was by what they call partners in crime. K R Y M E. Yeah, that was a massive problem. Just a bit of the a bit of the classic soundtrack or something. Would the have, scores and soundtracks through the whole series oh, up to this point were we, we, really yeah, solid yeah, for the yeah. most part. And then this is just fucking shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Carbon dated. And then then to add yeah, to, stamp on it. To yeah. add to that this particular subsection, we had long skull earrings. Oh, oh yeah, they still work, on, don't they? <laughs> they never worked. Oh, okay. Tracksuit pants with elastic bottoms. Yeah, not only that, it was the full <laughs> tracksuit. It was those old Reebok style ones. You know where you had the multicolors, and yeah, as you said, you've got the you've got the colors sort of matching all the way down, and then your elastic bottoms. Oh man! Yeah, and man first. Oh, I love the fact that um, George Washington Juice wearing this dirty great man at the end of the movie. <laughs> Although, again, well, he's just a glorified pimp. Yeah, yeah really. again, that's something straight out of Don King. King yeah, yeah. did actually wear the man he did actually quite wear that well, shit. didn't he? I actually well, liked that they didn't go with the big hair on him. That would have been just a little bit yeah, obvious, yeah. But everything else was. So he ve- he did. Just... He does resemble him, though, doesn't he? He does. Well, he actually lot. does look a lot like him. Yeah, he did a good job with that. Yeah. Considering he had to play a character, uh, like a, ca- a cartoon character, a cardboard yeah. character, sort of an alright job. But yeah. Now, there's one of the biggest sins this movie commits for the series. I reckon there's no training montage. One of the key pieces of all the Rocky movies is you had your training montage. You got you pumped. Mm. You went into a fight. Yep. And that's how it ended. Yeah. This has no training montage of any kind. I mean, you can understand why it doesn't have one for Rocky. Yeah. But even if it had been just a a copy with with Morrison, there was was montages with Morrison, but you could have, yeah, you could have copied one of the Rocky ones with him as the Mickey role. 
um, and then turned that on his head later on with the with the fight and stuff. But yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Well, they were, they were fight montages, not training ones. Yeah, 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 exactly. So that was disappointing. That was disappointing. Did what did people think of the street fight? Again, I believe that Rocky's got brain damage. Just now. <laughs> yeah. He thinks he's got the bloke beat. He turns his back and starts walking away, patting everyone on the back, and then gets flogged again. So he yeah. does that like three times. It feels like exactly. Learn your lesson, mate. You never never take your eyes off your enemy. Um, I I was gonna say I think again the well, idea the is the ground, you kick the shit out of him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah take okay. it to, take it to the street is a good fight, buddy, and walk away and turn your back yeah. as you said. But no, like. I thought again. The idea was fine. The idea that you know how to get Rocky fighting without stretching the bloke is still boxing in the ring too far. This was a fine, fine. Yeah, I'm, the idea is is okay. What I'm not okay with is Rocky going mixed martial arts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to you want to learn about the streets? Then I'm shooting in for a leg takedown at one point. Well, no, it's because he watched the Karate Kid and he's like, hey, Johnny, sweep the leg. And Sly's like, fuck yeah, I'm going to sweep the leg. It was UFC, mate. He he blurts some trash talk about the streets and then he does the old roll into the leg and Morrison upends like he's been taken down by Bruce Lee or something. Yeah, he does a hip throw as well. Yeah, yeah, the hip throw. And they're throwing each other into cars and through wrought iron fences. fences. (laughs) Fucking hell. I just felt it was anticlimactic. Yeah, it was a bit. It just it just had no place almost. Yeah. It didn't really feel like a Rocky movie at that point. When no. when, when I look at that, if you took that out of context, you cut that at the end, cut the rest of the movie off it and showed me that on YouTube, I would assume yeah. it was from over the top or some yeah, shit yeah. like that. And that's the thing, you could have worked with that. You could it could have still been out in the middle of the street, but it could have just been the crowd of people around them creating the ring and then you throw in Gunner Fly now. And Rocky's throwing punches. What's wrong with that? Yeah. That would have worked. And then also you want montages where you see three, four, five. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we know the rounds are going. But then, you know, you could have put them on the windows of the pub or something, you know, $3 special. So, you know, $4 schnitzel. Wooshka, we broke that window too. <laughs> something stupid well, I like saw that. A, I listened to another podcast uh, about this movie the other day and uh, – they were talking about the ending and basically saying the street fight thing sort of ruined it. And where it should have ended was after Tommy's fight where Rocky gets broken down. And then he goes, right. And then that's the, the final straw. He finally punts it and goes and actually, you know, uh, properly reconciles with his son who he, he's actually decided to reconcile with and then just completely ignore him to watch this bloke's fight for some reason. But yeah. he goes and reconciles with his son and they sort of walk off into the sunset. You know, they've made up and everything's happy. That's the happy ending for you. But... The, yeah, the fight at the end. They obviously just wanted to get him, <clears throat> get his knuckle on, but it's it just feels like a tack on. Do we? Do yeah, exactly. Do we feel that basically they put that on for that's that's for your your non that's for your Rocky fans who love the punching and the, well, you had to have it. You yeah. had a fight at the end of every movie, so you had to have something. Yeah, but again, I think it, it all leads up to the. I don't know. I just feel like a lot of the ideas in this movie were were fine, but they just didn't didn't execute them well. Like, the lead-up to him fighting Rocky is ridiculous. Like, how he turns from... I don't understand why he hates him. Yeah, yeah. How he turns from, uh, I'm your biggest fan, train me, and he gets him ready. I can understand, you know, a, a a bit of a sort of grievance and, no, I'm going to someone else, but not... But well, they, should they, hate they him. chanted your name and, they, you know, the, the press were laughing at me because I'm not you. Now I want to punch the shit out of you. Yeah. Like, that in doesn't fact, make Rocky sense. Rocky should have been the one that was calling him out because yeah. he should have been more upset. You know, so it doesn't make any sense, and it's and and agreed. It just feels like they tack it on because 
it's just part and parcel yeah. of the package. We I have think, to. Do I don't think it would have worked him going into the ring again. No, um, no. because that was where it might have been been stretching things. So that, that's why I think the idea to get him fighting again was fine, but the way they got there in the end and the execution of it just just flopped like a lot of yeah, things. They, they just needed did. something else to where you actually understand why Tommy would go from idolizing this bloke to despising him where he wants to kill him. In yeah, the, and that's yeah. that's where Tommy it ring true at all. That's where Tommy Morrison starts to drop too. That's where they ask him to do oh. too much. They yeah, ask him to start going from I'm your fan, I'm, I'm a fan Rocky train me and boxing montages to now you have to do an acting job, but not only that, you've got to do it with a with a script that doesn't give you a lot. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know there was five years yeah. between four and five. So there was yeah. time to massage a script that was decent. Yeah. You know what? I still feel it was 1990, okay? Sylvester Stallone would have been in his, what, 30s? Late 30s? Yeah. Right? In excellent condition. This was the time to pump these sort of movies out, right? Where you could legitimately say the guy's still a heavyweight and he's still the champ. Now, to me, the, the idea of brain damage is a good way to create some stakes for yeah. him. He still wants to get in the ring, but... He's, there's all that pressure between him and his wife not to not get back in there, right? That raises stakes and it brings back the character stuff. Why is that not still useful? Would you believe he was 44 in 99? Uh, in 1990? 44? No, nah, 34 maybe. Was he 44? Shit, he was born in 1946. Oh, shit, yeah, he was in 44. Yeah, so... But I mean, shit. George George Foreman was still now. having heavyweight fights in his fifties. Yeah. So, <laughs> no, but yeah, I, I to think... me that 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 could still work. And nineteen ninety was still a period where he could have um, legitimately pulled off being a, a professional and not look like an old man. Yeah, I think. Um, I mean, I'm one for the realism and the age thing, but I think at that point it was it was probably a, a um, formula thing hmm. that after after Rocky Four, I think they understood that you can't just keep putting him in the ring. But they made the most money they'd ever made. To me, I'm surprised they didn't even go back there. Yeah, but I guess, I don't know. Uh, oh, yeah, I just don't think. I think Rocky Four was where it started to feel stale, hence the twist yeah. of, of trying to it change it up. They wanted to try and get back to the, the, the feel of number one. Yeah, they wanted they to take it back. The mark do, so do, 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 do. <laughs> take it back. No, what the, I, I reckon the start. like the song tells you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> the stale, I think the staleness might have been Stallone. Stallone was feeling that I'm, I'm sick of doing this and I want to go back to where we were. Is that why he freshened his face up? That's what I reckon. His face was a bit stale. I reckon he freshened his face up, but he also <laughs> wanted to freshen up the Rocky franchise. And he yeah. failed miserably. Yep. And the final dislike of this entire movie is the, the final song over the end credits is by Elton John. Oh, and it's a stinker, it's isn't a it? It's a And no disrespect to Elton, I'm a big Elton fan. But Elton John does not belong in the Rocky franchise. No, but not only that, there is actually some jokes um, that Rocky throws to Tommy Morrison that are slightly homophobic. And then you've got Elton John oh, singing the final, yeah. <laughs> the final song. <clears throat> Jesus it's just, Christ. you know, Eye the Tiger works. Hearts on Fire even works. And, and from a full disclosure perspective, I bagged the shit out of uh, Rocky Four last episode. And then I immediately went home and bought Hearts on Fire. <laughs> <laughs> Well played, sir. The load you got me. The, the got problem me. with the problem with this one too is it's, it's more like bloody candling the wind <laughs> than any of those other fire up songs. Yeah. Maybe he, maybe they realised that Rocky was 
that Rocky was dead after this picture, so they said, "Let's get a bloody, God. let's get Elton to write a, yeah, a going out song." Yeah, it's just, it's not, yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not Elton's fault. You know, someone comes with a bag of cash and says, "Could you give us a song?" And he goes, "What's it for?" Oh, it's for Rocky Five. Well, geez, in the in the um in that time, Elton still had a couple of habits to fuel. So yeah, so he's thinking beauty. I mean. But it just doesn't work. These blokes work. aren't above that. Phil, Phil Collins proved that no one's above that sort of shit when he basically did every Disney soundtrack through fucking 2000s. Yeah, <laughs> So <laughs> money talks. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. I'll do a song for Tarzan. Fuck. <laughs> Bloody hell. I believe that won an Oscar. Didn't yeah, it? Yeah, it did. Yeah. They must have paid them too. Yeah, Poor old Phil. Any, any other... Yeah, get off Phil's back, mate. Get no, off Phil's some, back. Some blokes campaigning. I won't have anyone yeah. comeback. Yeah, absolute bullshit, mate. That guy's greatest hits is up is, is in my collection, damn it. So you're not one of the people that signed the petition? No, to but stop if I have to, I will. <laughs> or any, any other dislikes, people? No, I think we we covered all mine. Yeah, there's probably a few in there, but I, I don't want to bash on it anymore. It feels like we've been doing a bit too much uh, we don't want to, stuff. We don't want to kick a man while he's down. We're going to let him lay there, and then we're going to walk <laughs> off later on. It's going to be later. I'd rather, rather, rather well, get on talk about number six, to be honest. It's yeah, a much better true. movie. That's true. All right. All right, let's take a break and come back and talk about Rocky Balboa. Find the podcast at Podomatic or on iTunes. Don't forget to rate and review. Like us on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia or contact us at Thrill Me, all one word, all lowercase, at iinet.net.au. 